For our 100th episode of Enlightenment Time, I'm going to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I want to welcome anybody who's new. You have landed on a podcast that is all about expanding to the infinite higher human consciousness potential experience. It's about you being able to be yourself. Yourself is a person who is moving towards or is in a restorative embodied self. And a lovely moving towards, if you allow, an integrated mind, which is a mind that uses left and right mode, and that is a whole brain, and you're able to actually be that conduit. So there are aspects that take place. Enlightenment soul age group is a person who's in an integrated mind and a restorative embodied self. So they're optimally utilizing their being a person. Now, while 4D, 3D, and others who have a specific type of focus on humanity don't uh, express it this way, basically, that you can be yourself and that yourself is always looking to return to this self, this self was an infant version of you, like I, and the infant version of you is in a body that has a nervous system and embodied brain, okay? And, and, and in the first experiences, the way that the people who study attachment categories, okay, attachment researchers are primarily the ones that I'm thinking about because they will have specified, but also the somatic experiencing, somatics, excuse me, therapists, so somatic focus, not the ones who are only in Freud or whatever. So those people, they actually don't all have the updated information. I've seen them not talk about the body and the infant and, and, and you know, a lot of other things I won't get into right now. But the people who know that being a person is a beautiful thing, these people. So they will all have told you, even Bezel van der Kolk, good trauma experts, they will tell you about your body and your brain and the importance of it and how you're not a horrible human being. No human being is a horrible human being. Devil doesn't exist. The devil exists in a form of storytelling. And as a person who is a 5D mystic, I've never seen the devil himself. I, if I ever have, it's images that have been fed to me by scripture and others. I have seen in the energetic sphere, and so in the field of consciousness, various aspects, I have also experienced things that I was very sad to wake up from, but it was because of a specific idea, and at the same time, here's where it wasn't sad, at the end of the day, it was nothing more than a dream, and it was nothing more than I just got to, you know, bring the love energy in and clear it all away, and clear it away, I did. And that's where energy is energy. It can't harm you. It can't harm you because <laughs> it's energy. And I laugh because I think of all these people who to this day, 4D, want to talk about it being good or bad versus understanding the nervous system, our mammalian heritage. So while it is uncomfortable for me personally with panic attacks and uh, also accompanying it with now this hyper aware I don't even know I don't know what it is I don't know if I'm just picking up everyone there's all these different mechanisms that I look to contemplate in my own way as a person who wants to walk with the people and be with the people and so now I'm not going to be like oh let me get rid of 
friends that are a little bit overly, you know, excited or not. Uh, we don't get rid of each other because of traits. That's the whole point about what unconditional love is and enlightenment. Soul age group is about us actually supporting each other's expansion and nobody is an evil child or human being. They may be dysfunctional, yes, and so dysregulated or modulated and this is where those traits like the full-blown narcissist, uh, that one that is diagnosed, not the ones who just call each other names, or a full-blown sociopath or psychopath, again, with specific traits of aspects that make them not care about around each other, around each other, meaning so the people that are their loved ones. And, and here's where the good therapist will say, you know, send them to a good therapist. They won't say judge them. The bad therapists are using these words, narcissism, sociopathy, and then they're using their modulated embodied selves to scream at each other like the one lady, here's 10 ways to get underneath the skin of a narcissist. I was, that to me is evil right there. The lady, she had red hair. In fact, she, she looks like a bit of a devil right there. But this is where it's a bullshit thing to say. It's not true. This is a human being who had some hurt happen, has all these clients, has a fixed idea on narcissism and that they are the demons whatever and they actually create videos that entice people to get underneath the skin of a narcissist and they call that empowerment those are all modulated bodies they're in sympathetic they only hang out with their own group the people who don't like narcissists and really just point fingers at anybody saying oh you're a narcissist oh you're a sociopath oh you're this same thing goes with someone who's like, I'm a neurodivergent, leave me alone, I can think this way. It's like anyone who's competing in this little groups of stuff is like, okay, you don't care about mental health. If you did, you wouldn't be doing this. You'd know that what you're doing is called identifying. But let me take steps back because the same psychoeducators said it's our fault. We're the experts and we didn't know how to present certain things. And, you know, this is where they admit to their faults because they're grown ups. They're like, shit. We should have remembered. And it's like, oh, you didn't remember because you didn't know. And now you know, and now you can fix it. But is it really a problem? No. Because see, here's where humans don't need to be fixed. They're not broken. What they are, are insecure, because we all begin life as an infant. And so, of course, there's going to be the, oh, I feel safe and soothed and comforted in the womb. As Daniel Siegel, he's writing a book. I can't wait for it to come out. But where once you come out of that womb, there's that first moment of disconnect. So from where you're at peace, potentially, not everyone's at peace in the womb, that also is part of this equation of when you come out of that womb. But this is why there is no devil or evil. What there is is a nervous system and an embodied brain that begins being formed within the womb. And the people who study this stuff know how to tell you why someone, because they care. So like Daniel Siegel's book is about uh, adding temperament and besides attachment. In fact, I still need to finish my courses with that and find out his PHP interview because his PHP interview involves bringing the, the adult attachment interview and then this PHP where you ask a person about the three different drives that he has identified with his colleagues. People have, and this comes from another group of researchers. I forget what they, I think it's an Enneagram, something about an Enneagram. But he says it's uh, agency, belonging. I, I think it's belonging. If it's not belonging, it's another word with B that I always forget. But it's about you finding meaning by belonging. So only if you have somebody 
or a group that's like, oh, I need you forever and ever, you know, and, and basically your purpose is to devote it to someone else or a group. Certainty is the other one, and that means, oh, I feel safe with you. So it's about wanting safety. And these are three drives that he says we all will have, but some are more dominant than others. Humanly speaking, we all will have moments within our relationships. This is the whole point where we seek to have safety. And that's the normal part about where the home is, is your body one. And that home is feeling at home with people too. So love is a safe home. Love is the safety of you being able to be who you are. And actually, let me read to you something. This was one of my actual um, channeled guidances that I wanted to share. Didn't get to in the relationships episode. And I will now though. Love is a safe space where you can be yourself with your flaws and imperfections and have inner growth experiences that lead you to an integrated mind and a restorative embodied self. Authoritative parenting can support this, but your drive does make a difference. You being able to be compassionate. Rational compassion is very easy for those of us who are adults and have equanimity, and that would be the Enlightenment Soul Age group. Mind sight, that's where you're able to be in this presence where you attune without assuming anything of yesterday you're attuned to people because you're safe and social in your body with differences you're not in any groups of oh i belong you belong no we're all people so you're able to be at ease even when i'm around people that nervous system their nervous system is not in ease i've noticed that i i have moments where i'm right now for example figuring out how to handle the ability to just pick up on the energies around me because it's very accentuated besides me also getting very excited at times and just going into this hyper excitement all on my own so the mindset though is where okay this is myself i'm differentiating and then i'm gonna say okay i'm linking and i have a bunch of people around me what's the equation the mind sifting is where you're able to sift through. There's a specific way Daniel Siegel talks about sifting the mind and its images and sensations. And you're always, again, looking to be neutral. So this means you're not using your own stuff with another person. That would be you thinking they're you. They're not you. You're you and they're them. So being able to be in your spirituality process is nothing more than you having an objective awareness of being an observer, a witness, and a narrator with you having oats, others in the self, in a space of, I'm in my ventral vagal state, I'm going to social engage, I'm okay with this. Anyone who has a non-secure attachment or disorganized attachment would be practicing being aware of, wait, so for the avoidant, I want to disconnect and withdraw, or I'm feeling like I don't care, but I do want to care. So they would go and work against their inclined, adaptive attachment, um, safety behavior, and so instead of disconnecting, they would choose to remain. Let me push myself to actually do something that is against me saying I don't care. Okay, so let me ask for help, for example. Let me present I miss you, another example. The ambivalent, on the other hand, would have to learn if they wanted to. Okay, I'm my own self. I'm here. I'm, I'm visible. I have different needs. And that person has different needs. 
let me remain in a space of neutrality if I'm worried that they won't be here again and let me try and be an adult and say, hey, you know what, I missed you a lot, happy you're busy, look forward to our next meeting and consistently bring that to the table every time they're suffering for the, let's say, distance between them and somebody else. Disorganized, on the other hand, this is where they have a double trouble, quote-unquote, because their attachment is saying, I want to attach. And so if they're secondary, because uh, they will have a secondary uh, attachment category to them, which would be secure, avoidant, or ambivalent, or maybe a mix of all. So this is where it depends on their growth. But the part about attaching, again, would be where they choose to be loving, vulnerable, at ease, try to. And then the part about wanting to flee, this is where that would simply be flee or fight or freeze, that would be an extra awareness that they would have. And that, I'm sure, is a bit more upsetting, but with the right person having a safe space to be able and be themselves, they get to choose to consistently present this aspect, vulnerably speaking, to person who would let them be themselves, or more. That's what the therapists do, by the way, but you can have relationships this is why I look to bring people to their, at the very least, 5D, self-empowered, enlightened aspect, so that you may be aware of yourself as an adult. And being yourself means you leading from your own heart with your own flow. If you become an independent individual and you are truly self-empowered, which is the whole point of personal development, and again, I don't do the little middle ground, so I'll tell you how it is. If you cannot be compassionate with people, if you want to hug a treat, no, you ain't here. Don't, don't, I don't know, stop tuning in or get it together. If you want to hug a treat, you're not engaging your social engagement system. It means you still feel human beings are dangerous, which means you're not moving into your restorative embodied self. And you're not being aware that your heart, of course, it's going to be a part of the equation and this is where if people want to stick to their story, I can't trust anyone. Nobody loves me the way I fuck this shit, okay? I mean, come on, really, how old are you? I, I still cannot even believe that there's adults that do this. But again, this is coming from a person who's been consistently in enlightenment my entire life. Just didn't know it. I didn't have the mysticism yet, but I did have good gut feelings and mind sight and mind sifting were two of those things, plus mindfulness very much present. So here, you will have all these traits easily and peasily if you're an empowered person at this point, which means you won't be, oh my God, I can't trust anyone because they broke up with me or they lied to me or they cheated on me. All these little topics that are really all, again, I, I don't even know <laughs> because honestly, I don't even know. So... I do know that for some people, this would be those relationship soul age groups and the society soul age groups, and that's not this perspective. Again, enlightenment soul age group perspective. So guess what we do when somebody cheats on us or lies to us or hides from us? And, you know, the thing is, everybody does this, by the way. I have yet to meet a completely vulnerable human being that says, you know what, I'm so scared shitless of this conversation, <laughs> for example, that I, I don't know what to do about it. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's humorous to me to hear people think they're confident when they're not. I have not met the entire world, and I know that there are plenty of people that are vulnerable. I want to meet the ones who love life like this and are vulnerable like that. I have yet to hear their stories. When I do, I'll let you in. I'll try and get them to come on our show, actually. I'll be like, hey, come on. 
lets you and I and all these other people have a fun. I can't. I need to set up a page for that. That's right. I'm going to set up a page for that. That way we can see how many people love life. Because the reality is whenever I hear someone saying, I'm an empath and I'm so much, you know, compassionate about life. So they'll start on this note of how they don't, you know, get upset at people. And, and then they'll say, but I can't trust people because they all break my heart. And I'm like, huh. Oh, and I give myself to other people all the time. And I'm like, well, you know, if you give to your, yourself all the time and you're not healthy, you ain't going to give to anyone. You do know that, right? You need to pay attention to you. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to give shit. No, I, I mean, it, it doesn't work where you're only for one side or the other. It works that you tend to your own inner stuff before you can tend to anybody else. This is This is like with the airplane and the masks. Before you tend to your children put your own mask on. So I want to be compassionate because I do know not everybody is in the Enlightenment Soul Age group since the day they can remember. And that means you're not your own agent. And so you're not able to be a differentiated self and say, hey, guess what, parent over there? You ain't my body and you ain't my emotions. And I don't care what you say. I exist and you can't erase me. <laughs> so that's, that is giving you one, one angle of a person who comes to their Enlightenment since the day they can remember, we love life to the death of us and nobody can take it away. In fact, they can try, but nobody tries that. This is the part. When we meet people who are not empowered, the Enlightenment Soul Age person will know that they are not empowered from their heart, that they don't have love because they didn't have a safe space where they could be themselves their mind and body is not safe. They don't have an integrated mind. They don't know how to be in rest and ease in their nervous system, in a social engagement system, their ventral vagal nerve tone. doesn't matter how much yoga they might want to do or how much they might want to talk about how they're an advocate for yes, no, maybe so. I don't care who they are. In fact, this is where I'm still learning how to try and get into more wisdom because the reality is this is the part where my, my, my lovely divine masculine friend, when I meet up, I'll have to let him in because there was this one question he asked, or we were just discussing how I don't have lines. Like there's certain ways that they've seen me be compassionate over and over and over again, which I always am. But they were wondering, is there any area that just gets you to be quote unquote reactive? Definitely hypocrisy in this arena is where I'm not reactive because I understand that I am nobody. And that means I cannot make your mind and body a safe space for you. I can attempt to share with you a safe space to be yourself. And I can attempt to be compassionate and understanding and walk around even eggshells if I must to enable you to get enough safe space and enough time to figure out this is secure so give you enough secure attachment inputs until you push those buttons. And those buttons aren't buttons that make any person who's in the Enlightenment Soul Age group say, oh, I don't trust humanity anymore in my heart. It will be forever shattered. No, no. And, you know, even in moments where one could think of things like that, because we all will have people in our life, because that's normal, that will have different choices to make because they have free will and their own body and mind. Again, the part about safe space is very important. 
A person who is not in a restorative embodied self doesn't have a safe space yet. They're modulated, which is what makes them little assholes, quote unquote. We will note that we will not be assholes to them. As a teenager, I chose my friends very carefully and I chose that they wouldn't be whiners and I chose that mm, if they're a bit assholes, it's okay because at least they go out and get what they want means that they're always going to navigate life from that type of place. Makes it very predictable. The whiners, it's not about them not being predictable. It's that they literally need, it's like an infant forever. Oh my gosh, no. Like those ones are seriously, and they end up finding someone in their life that wants that type of relationship. And I'm so happy for all of those people. That is where, again, nobody has to live a life in a specific way. But love is a safe space where you can be yourself because that's where your body and mind is engaged in your own secure attachment inside you like th this is the part people who choose this they choose to pay attention if you unconditionally love me for who i am with my imperfections and my flaws and we grow together that's the part of where there are growth experiences corrective experiences when necessary the people who are always in a modulated or dysregulated state they're the ones who would bring up areas where experiences will be of a corrective nature and the enlightenment soul age person easily says no with this ventral vagus tone and that's why those people they correct and they adapt the only ones who don't are the ones who have a bigger deal of suffering and they're not taking ownership of it. What does this mean? Like my attachment friend who basically ends up distancing me because they don't get to have the conversations the way they want it. And they've claimed that that is disrespectful on the ends of others. So they've placed the ownership of their suffering, of their adaptive child, but it's also of their preoccupied attachment category style. Okay, so their safety behavior to attach cry. So their charge states plus this type of suffering, it's been years and years and years. It's not going away. Their rumination cycle is the same. It's the same shame, blame, fault, revenge cycle. They do the same inner outer critic, denying and withdrawing. They still perform acts of spite and it doesn't get any less. Their bitterness grows when they see couples who are happy. Their ability to create confirmation bias, they're not the only one. I've seen this happen again many, many times with different types of people. So the Enlightenment Soul Age person will see all this. And to my lovely masculine, when, when they talk about why it is something necessary to shame, I've explained them to them that that's not actually what functions because there's already a shame cycle in progress. There's already an individual who feels unworthy from their physiology and their brain. They're in an unsafe body. So they're already not paying attention to you in any way, shape, or form from an adult version. They are in their adaptive child response. So that two to five-year-old, those other charges, all of this is something that is an emotional charge. It is not a clear-minded human being. This is not about justifying. This is about creating. So for those types of situations, again, 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group normally automatically will recalibrate with a ventral vagal no, yes, maybe. We do not attack. So we don't do sympathetic. 
We don't get into this angry anything. We will be firmly stating what's not okay, which will look on the external like anger. And so here's where when you're meeting people who are not in a secure self and body, therefore, they will have their little child brain thinking of things in the way that they are still telling themselves the story. And so the narrative, like my attachment style friend with the preoccupied and what developed was their actual childhood experience, which is nobody, none of my siblings want to play with me. My mother's too busy with my siblings or working. My father's too busy with the work and nobody's coming to me when I need them. And they were sick many, many years. So when you look at actual good therapy information, which I learn about because as a personal development mentor, coach, consultant, supporter, I look to educate through episodes, but also one-on-one or group settings. And that's where the importance is in knowing how to explain to people the psychoeducation, because the ones who do want to move into their 5DC will take this and go with it. They won't say no. They will want empowerment. The people who refuse to take ownership of their suffering This is because their story is what they are choosing to consistently bring because they don't recognize the structural dissociation. Even when given the word, even when explained the concept, again, they will refute it. And it's not because I'm not a therapist. It's because that's what happens even to the therapist. So the individual consciously chooses to rebuttal or whatever the word is to refute information that is helping them to be able and potentially empower they say no i did the therapy i did the yoga i did this i did that it's not me it's them this is that shame cycle so shaming someone automatically won't serve anything because they're already in that cycle to begin with furthermore their two to five year old can't hear a grown-up because they're not listening it's like that's what's going on They, they just don't look like that but that's what's going on so there ain't no siphoning of energy or some evil, demonic, whatever, possessed. No, no, this is where the neuroscientists explain very well how our brain functions at this point, whether or not people want to believe it. I don't care about people who want to stay ignorant about their human brain and body, okay? So there's that. Um, The minute you know that mindfulness and mindsight means you're able to sit in your physical human brain and be aware of, so this is where, what's her name, Julianne, the six neurons, the two of the present here and now, the two of the past, and then the two, they meet in the middle, and the example was, oh, I remember giving the same presentation uh, 10 years ago, but the room was warm, and now it's not, and I'm in a different place, I have had plenty of those experiences, oh, I'm here doing this thing, and I'm feeling this way, but this is maybe because of this past thing, and maybe there's so many variables, so okay, it's similar, but not the same exact place, being able to be in Dharma is easy for the Enlightenment soul, age person, because when our oaths, others and the self, immediately we're like, ah, we're safe, it's people, why? Because people are people, and people mostly don't grow up, by the way. So we, the Enlightenment Soul Age person, gets used to egos being in town without egos knowing of themselves, by the way. So yeah, suffering is not going to say, oh, let me now change how I'm going to tell you no. No, no, I'm going to tell you no the same way I said no before. I might say yes again, or maybe I will be firm in my answer to you. And I will be firm because I know how to be a grown-up inside of my own body because I'm a differentiated self. And you're not me and I'm not you. So for the Enlightenment Soul Age person, we are our safe space. Now, love 
when we feel that others could be our safe space, that's the part where we are in an illusion and we will come out of that illusion. And it's not an illusion because humanity sucks. It's because humanity doesn't know how to be a human yet. For the ones who are not functional adults, insecure in a secure attachment body with restorative embodied self, allowing themselves to move towards wholeness, towards well-being. So allow their brain, let me go back to the brain, to be in their mind. So my attachment style, friend, structural dissociation, describing, no, 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 I was conscious. I was aware of what I was doing, and this is where other people too, I'm like, okay, so, and I'm thinking of my lovely educators where I get to learn about, again, trauma therapy, somatics therapy, and I'm thinking all the stories they have to share with their clients, and I'm living the same thing, but these are people that I love, because, you know, you better bet that the people who want mentorship aren't going to be ignoring what inputs we share, because they want to grow, But the other people, these are, you know, again, they might only want Reiki because they only want the holistic stuff. They're all, there's a mix and match. So there's friends and and, and people who just don't want to grow up. They don't believe it. Excuse me. It's not about not wanting to grow up. They don't believe the updated science. They only believe their confirmation bias science, by the way, and their cognitive dissonance science. So they, they go do that. So they have ways to prove to me why, no, it's not structural dissociation. Oh, I'm conscious and and I wasn't going to do anything here. I'm just saying, here's my proof. Here's my proof. Here's my proof. And it's like, no, no, that's not your proof. You're not seeing how agitated you're getting. And you definitely ain't seeing your story because if you did, you'd, you'd stop a minute. Because if we were in a courtroom right now, I'm pretty sure that what you're saying, because when people build this story, the thing is that what they're saying Okay, I'm going to use me because I love using me as an example. When my one, one of my lovely friends was like, look, Maria, I get it that you have these experiences, the 5D, all this stuff. I love you and I know you won't ever lie to me, (laughs) but I'm growing skeptical. And they listened to me. Why? And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because I don't actually have these data points down the way that I could because I don't bother with writing down the dates. And so I understand what you rational human being are telling me because even though i may live experiences that the empirical data people don't like to hear i understand what it means to be able and prove (laughs) something which by the way you're not going to be able to prove your expansion of consciousness because that's if you're trying to prove anything fyi you're not actually in your enlightenment so age group you're not your own life yet because you're trying to prove it to others means you care about what society is saying about your own life and it means you're not doing you you're doing society and you want to prove that you are enlightened (laughs) that's just the part (laughs) you don't need to prove it like Sadhguru says you'll know it and this is where you'll know when you've achieved that level of maturity yourself because you don't have to be by the way a 5d mystic if a person's in their enlightenment soul age group they care about humanity And they know that humanity doesn't suck. And they also understand how other people will prove their own stuff. So again, we take steps back. Like I did, I said, you know what? You're right. I I understand what you're telling me. And the reality is I don't have a way to share with you in a better way. So let's change topic and move on with because we were sharing anyways. Love is a safe space where you can be yourself. That's a very perfect example of a person taking me seriously with my dreams, with all my experiences, and knowing that there's truth behind it because I don't lie. (laughs) And then knowing how to say, you know what, I know you don't lie, but right now I'm losing interest. Essentially, that's what it is. 
and I'm growing skeptical. And a person who is grounded in reality will notice, oh, you know what, you're right. I can tell that I'm adding up these data points in a way that is not empirical. The people who don't recognize it, and I know those people, it's, it's not that they don't recognize it. Instinctively, they feel upset or ashamed or like, oh man, now my loved one doesn't believe me. So there, there's that emotional response. If they can move out of it, quickly enough they would just be able to say oh you know what it actually does make sense because they don't go through the same experience this is what confidence looks like it means you're not going to be like oh you London oh my gosh you know how many times I meet people who are 4d they end up in clans clubs whatever it is waste all their money become devotees to some you know fanatics and it's like oh but you have people to talk about your clairs with uh yeah okay you're gonna spend a buttload of money you're gonna get cheated you're gonna get like i don't even know what's gonna come out of this and you think you're actually educated because you're taking classes here and there but you're ending up in a spiral of infinite money and 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 just it's it's like the mlm the money what are they called which i don't do at all my gosh, but those pyramid schemes, this is what a lot of people, the sad part is they think they know, but they, they end up in these very, very not, uh, it's, it's not something that is a life-threatening situation, which is why the system is not going to get rid of all these different cult people. They're going to moderate the same way they've always moderated information. And that's the part of why at the end of the day, Nobody is trying to erase anything. There's a midst of change happening and actually the system is doing what it always has done and it's learning how to manage the digital plane with the best that they can. And luckily for us, there are always people who are going to work with anything they're doing. So they're going to fix what needs to be fixed. And I love seeing, hey, if you want official sources on mental health, here, go here. I love seeing those little banners. I'm okay with seeing the banners. I'm okay with uh, even if, let's say, platforms were diminishing specific types of content, which I don't believe they do, but even if they do it, you know what? If people don't want that their children and you know humanity is, is educated, I, I, I have nothing to say to that except for how could you not want people to be educated? That's something not cool. And really what it is, is you're just telling me you doubt all sources, which is bullshit because you came from education. And like, this is the part, never ending story. So at the end of the day, the people who stay in their groups, they will find ways to confirm their biases, which is why 3D, 4D is not going to go away because their, their story is happening. They have all the sources they need, and this is the part. They're not going to be taken offline. They're going to be maybe marked. They're going to be organized. The, the platforms will not silence anyone, but they'll make sure that the material expresses clarity. And, and again, there's going to be certain rules, and now rules aren't fun, quote-unquote, when it comes to content creator space, but they're normal and they are always appreciated. If your content means to offer value, you won't care what rules they're making because your content offers value. You'll have confidence in your content. This is the part. You're confident in what you're doing, and you're doing it because of love. You will not be afraid of the system. 
since the system has been made and is made and is constructed in an effort to keep people organized you know what even this this right here makes me laugh is when people will get reactive to the fact that i i if i had to choose personally i would choose an anarchy because I'm a secure attachment person in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, and I like to live life freely because I'm okay with responsibility when it comes to the emotional plane because I wouldn't go and hurt a fly, and I know it. And others, they don't recognize that the minute that they're getting reactive to the surrounding being in a state of chaos is because they don't feel a sense of safety with humanity i get it i get it again but that's where the contradiction is when they will be reactive in a way of judging oh so you want chaos that's horrible but it's not in a let's talk about it way it's in a reactive way when you're reactive it would mean if you're aware of yourself that something is important to you and that you're in a state that is emotional for safety people don't look at their emotions that way and this is because this is all by the way only new information that only people who care about helping people will know about because again some are just using it to label each other but the ones of us who are not we actually know okay so a person who knows love knows a safe space in their body and in their mind they will have had somehow a way to move back into their secure attachment if they didn't have it at home restorative embodied self and an integrated mind they will be able to engage consistently as who they are and be able to take it when someone wants to quote unquote be in a charged state not that they're choosing it of course so back to the story if a person presents to you no no i'm consciously being spiteful i'm consciously being here oh but by the way here's my confirmation bias here's where i saw all of these things like literature and here's where they come they compare to you what their proof is with the literature they found which gives them the proof they're ignoring their emotional reactions they're ignoring their activity they're ignoring how this affects another person's life and what i mean by that is that they're making a statement upon another human being whether it be they're a narcissist whether it be they did this on purpose to try and kick me out this is this is this is why it's the whole he said she said or it 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 said and why courts in a courtroom that's the only place that anybody actually i mean if you're gonna need to prove something it should be in a courtroom not in your social life when I've seen people do this in social life as a teenager, I'm like, okay, really? Like, uh, you shouldn't be friends with them at all because apparently you don't trust each other. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so the minute that I've seen any type of behavior like that, I'm like, yeah, nope, 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 nope. I did not become friends with any of the insecure people because uh, the minute that they are in stress, they throw you under the bus. The ones who are the more uh hiding ones are the uh actual please appeasers they they're tricky because they will mask themselves so well that you will only figure it out once something's you know come out and that's where i've learned how to handle that one but 
they are not in a safe space in their body in fact their please appease is an indication of a mixture of attached cry and collapse submit so it's very sad because they will have had most likely if it's only the please appease they will have had an authoritarian household where it's like soldier 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 and you have to do it my way and so in order to you know make sure that they were okay their body learns how to pretend not to care there's different aspects of this actually so we're not going to get into that right now but um the attached cry this is where it's panicky suffering they don't know how to self-regulate put that with preoccupied you got a a very 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 emotional person who if they're in their story again and again and again it only gets harder because they're not moving towards a flexible adaptive coherent and energized brain they're moving towards more of a rigid brain that keeps on telling themselves the same story this is the part about um again they're not in a state of love because their body is dysregulated or modulated and their mind will follow suit and they're not even paying attention to the fact that they're not in any way shape or form learning how to bring ease to their nervous system or their mind and they're too focused on the outside and saying nope it's not me it's them and i will fight for my respect so they choose fighting or fleeing and there's that shame cycle compassion leads people to have the opportunity to have a safe space if those people want to expand their consciousness they will welcome it the ones who choose to stay in other soul age groups yada yada, yada we get to embark on relationships that will find their sweet spot because we will present corrective experiences to those who have suffering and that is where they won't bring it to you uh, the ones who want to grow we get to be vulnerable together and they actually enjoy the ones who really want to grow i'm saying okay so they will enjoy learning about themselves and they will want more of the ability to be who they are with their flaws and imperfections with your with you so here's the part about true anything friendship loved one all all of our relationships for the enlightenment soul age group they're all safe spaces although when those moments where you think that some are grown-ups and they're not that's the part where you un uncover that love is not part of that equation but this is why like with my attachment style friend love is in the equation in the sense of we care about each other but it's not in the equation in the sense of their body and their mind still feels unsafe and their story is too good to be true too big to be true or basically they just keep that suffering going on they find a way to confirm it versus help themselves to move out of it and that's not going to be influential on our friendship this is the part our friendships for the enlightenment soul age person don't change a functional adult is automatically forgiving and nuanced because we don't need to forgive you we immediately know that there is no hope for the past to ever change once you've done something you have committed that action that's it we also are firm believers that nothing is a mistake because we will find a way to be in a restored space and we don't do ruptures because we love our loved ones in however they are to be yourself means to be yourself and we only care about physical safety and so that's really not going to happen where you're going to be in physical danger because you would you know not be around people that are physically harmful 
when it comes to people not tending to your emotional and mental um, stuff, we actually know that already. Because again, we'll be, we'll be able to pick up on the part about that, that vibration. It'll go down and your treatment of us will change too. The minute that a person has any type of insecurity and they're not aware of it, it comes up. When you're aware of it, instead, what you do is you present it. You know, I'm really, really afraid of telling you this thing because I'm afraid. <laughs> and the beautiful part about moving into complete safety, this is, again, for my 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age group already, is that you are not afraid of speaking who you are. So like with me, I've never been afraid of saying I am a person who has Claire's, the polyamory. I am not afraid of sharing that. And actually, at this point, I'm looking for ways to talk about it in a grown-up version, right? Because many don't know how to at all when it comes to trauma, somatics, and supporting people. This too, uh, there's a way that I'm learning how to present it. Being yourself means you being able to talk about those topics as well as compromise with what topics to talk about, right? Because not everybody's interested in the same topics. So again, anyone who is anyone who's building solid relationships, there's compromise because we have different interests. When it comes to people who suffer, we know how to be supportive because the Enlightenment Soul Age of Person doesn't need their friends or loved ones, whoever it is, approval of how we think or how we feel. We are an integrated mind. We know how we think and feel. We're letting you in on it. <laughs> That's it. And if we have fear, we know we have fear and we'll let people in on that one too. We learn how to move more and more into this uh, safe space within ourselves. And that's why we provide the same to those who want it. We also know how to, again, engage in the corrective experiences for those who don't want to expand. And for the, the ones who want to expand, we move into inner growth experiences. And that's probably how I'll start to equate it because of as we move forward, you know, we'll still want to ensure to engage with content that allows anyone who's working on identifying the biological rudeness stuff so the adaptive child stuff that when we have adaptive children that is where corrective experiences take place it involves though you if you're in the enlightenment soul age group eventual vagal conversation and if you're not able to be in it it's not good or bad that's where you would notice it so there are things for example that for me they still bring up emotions, bring up the nervous system, gets activated, right? So that's, that's the part of learning the physical mastery. And we don't, as long as you're living, you're going to keep on mastering different types of thoughts and emotions because we are 8 billion. When you meet different crowds, this is the part. You're meeting different crowds. So for my Enlightenment Soul Age people, you already will know if you are here, your physical plane is what you're mastering you have a handle on your mental and emotional. That's your mind and your body. You have somatics. You have your soma. You have your mind-heart harmony. You know when your body is in distress. You don't move away from people. You do the sweet spot. You learn how to be in the middle and you actually expand. You're the ones who want to expand your window of welcome and get out of completely any window of tolerance. 
right now. So this is for the physical plane. The people who are mastering the emotional, you are going to get to um, choose. Do you want to be in your enlightenment soul age group or not? And that's where, how can I explain this one? Uh, I was telling you a story. So when love equals a safe space where you can be yourself, okay, with your flaws and imperfections, and you do want to expand, so you want to have inner growth experiences, you know about your own fears, okay, so you're working to move into an integrated mind, you're working to move into a restorative embodied self, so you are growing the level of compassion till death do us part means something for real, so you're not a person who's a moment person, you're a person who loves with heart and soul. This is not you attached to what a title is. No, it's you committed to your loved ones. This is, this is what life is. Life is your loved ones with what you do. It's your mundane. And it's forever, not just temporary. So you're not living, oh, let me just have one moment of fun. You know, I, my friends, sometimes they come up and it's been my entire life pretty much. These are friends that I've known since I was young. They, they talk about... Uh, moments and the other time I was like dude I, I don't do moments I do forevers I don't do moments moments every moment I can live a moment I'm not gonna waste my time and build a one moment relationship I don't need moment relationships this is a bullshit whatever you know like and this is where the difference for me is if a person is actually cherishing this one lifetime you have because again you don't know what your next lifetime is going to be even if you know you have one <clears throat> the enlightenment soul age person does not waste one second of our time in any fucking moment shit this is a bullshit sentence that people use and you know what the people who live these moments you know what they're seeking every day yeah okay I'm not going to get into it because here's where the people who actually use phrases without recognizing that a person who is not in a space of love is the same person who thinks about sex like that, who thinks about food, who thinks about life as moments. And life is not just moments. Those moments are forever. They stay with you. This is where perspective is different. The Enlightenment Soul Age of Person, we don't know separation consciousness. We're consistently expanding our consciousness. We don't leave home. We are home. So when someone wants to tell us, you know, live a moment, they're talking basically about what is one of those, the inner shame site, inner critic, outer critic. Let me go deny how I'm feeling with some alcohol, some sex, some drugs. Some, let me go distract myself. I was a teenager and I saw very clearly through that shit. And I'm like, huh, you're wasting your life right now. And today I can say, oh, by the way, I'm enlightened. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I didn't tell my friends that. I just said, dudes, uh, you live your moments. I live life. Those are two different things. So I don't waste my time in moment land. People who want to do moments, they can go waste time with the, the moment thing is a compulsiveness. It means nothing. It's, it's not, and, and, and furthermore, not only is it meaningless, you've actually invested energetic spectrum. This is where if you're going to build something, you're not going to waste the time. So however people want to put it, the, the thing that gets me always is they really don't realize it because in their mind, this is about control. But see, here's where that's the reflection of people who don't know that life is not in your control. You're either flowing with it or not. And 
every day you are the owner of it. So some people, they like moments. They can go live their moments. Some of us, we like to actually build for real. We don't do moments. We do an, a forever moment in time. <laughs> and so it's a perspective and it's not about what your title is. It's literally about the time that we have is very small. Let's not waste it, please. It shall be easy. Love is easy. It ain't hard. In fact, this is the part for the restorative embodied self people. We love very easily. Don't mess with us. <laughs> when, when people mess with us, they don't mess with us for real. Because again, as a teenager, I learned everything I needed to learn about egos. And it's still the same. People don't change. They either become more of themselves and hopefully we'll see more of the ones who become their adult version. They'll be happier. But when they don't, it's okay. Because you know what a pattern is. It's a pattern. You know what a person who lives in their narratives and compulsiveness is. They're a pattern. The human suffering is a pattern. And it's sentences like that where people think about the movie somehow and like no moments are are the free th moments are you being free mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that that's a reactiveness it's not about freedom and i'm gonna also say that a moment i'm i'm living a moment right now i'm breathing the air how beautiful is that you know so objectifying moments is where i where i'm also going with that one it just makes me again humorous side note to our topic but um if you're building anything it's going to be productive forever for long term because you're not a person who wants to waste any of the time you have. The reality is you have bigger picture stuff in mind. And relationships are fun. That's it. If they get hard, they're not relationships. Something's off. Something's wrong. No, nobody needs to explore anything, by the way. It's called people who <laughs> don't know how to speak their emotions with fun, by the way. Yeah, so uh, as a teenager, I knew how to identify, moved into adulthood, knew how to identify. Difference is, because we build, not by pretending, we build our friendships and our loved ones because we care about those relationships. We don't invest in our relationships in any given time to be a temporary. Because again, that's just not how the life of a person who is here at this moment in time as a 5dc especially if you're a mystic you will not have done small stuff meaning that everything that is a part of you is important to you as is humanity the people who are in other soul age groups they choose this is not a race this is where we are all fragments of each other we all bring different perspectives to each other remember your oversoul will keep bringing to you different perspectives and that's why if you're aware of yourself and you create a safe space within you you'll notice your own patterns and you'll grow up you'll grow up with them so you'll become the version of yourself that is the mature loving human being and all your traits will still be there because that's where the personality doesn't change in fact this is where with my friends i'm like dude you guys know my entire life <clears throat> how many times I have to repeat myself. This is not up for debate. I'm sharing with you something. It's two different things. <laughs> They've known me since I was 15. And they always will do the same thing every time there's some types of conversations. It makes me laugh. But that's the point. We don't change who we are. We are who we are, but we can learn to be adults with it. <clears throat> As you can tell, here's where when it gets all excited, uh, the voice likes to come up. Some of us have spoken and do speak our truth always. 
because people don't know their own truth, they will come and mix in their stuff. And they do it because they care, because that's the part. <laughs> but they're not paying attention to themselves. This is the other part. And that's why, again, ventral vagal is very, very straightforward. Our oversoul, as pointed out by Sadhguru, is our quality control. That's true, like my loved ones. They get me to practice continuing to say the same things over and over and over again but trying to remember to pay attention to my charge state and to calm down when i say it and that's the beauty so love is a safe space where we can be ourselves get passionate like with my friends yell at each other laugh with each other that's because we are fully vulnerable nobody is protecting nobody from nobody because that's what relationships are about us having raw and authentic heart-to-heart conversations it's beautiful I look forward to bringing you more. Have a wonderful day.